0: Man, Elvis assigned me this role, and I had to give a lot of thought as to how I'm going to play Hitler. It's kind of a delicate role, isn't it? Well, you got to think, like, what kind of guy does what Hitler did?
1: He was angry and passionate and maybe didn't understand things. I feel like that's an easier role. Jeffrey Dahmer, like, what do you do with Jeffrey Dahmer?
2: From what I read, Jeffrey Dahmer is a really sad guy.
1: Yeah, he's, like, sad and a drunk, but not really that... I don't know, compelling?
2: Yeah, I may have kind of wrecked you on that one, Larry. I'm doing my best. Well, the problem is, what do you do with, like, a sad drunk in the magical world of the Krampus punishing someone else?
1: If I had free reign, my plan would be to kill and eat Paul. But that would end the game.
2: I mean, maybe roll with that. Just <laughs> try and kill and eat Paul. Paul should know that Jeffrey Dahmer will do it. Paul should be on guide. I guess I should. You know, I don't know. When you dropped Hitler out of the bag, he kind of occupied a lot of my attention.
1: That's how Jeffrey Dahmer gets you. You don't think he's going to get you, but then he does.
2: Okay, well anyway though, you guys go through the door, and then you find yourself in a long hallway full of kaleidoscopic colors. It's all kind of trippy, but sort of like an undersea tunnel in a way.
1: Hey Krampus, what's up with all this? I thought we just teleported around instantly.
2: We can, but my son thought that this would build tension. I have to admit it does somewhat. You've got a long walk ahead of you, so feel free to talk about your strategy. Well, if we're going to discuss strategy, it would help to know what the next challenge is. Oh, is that right? Well, what a shame. But what was it that you said about those investors that you screwed over in that Ponzi scheme, Mr. Sprinklewinker? I have no idea, Mr. Krampus. I've told you several times now, I'm the butler. All you've told me is that you're
0: really dedicated to this bit. I should have resigned yesterday. Just kept saying, you know, one more day, one more day. Now look where it's got me. Paul, it's all right. I'm sure that whatever's coming up next is nothing to be concerned about. It was invented by a child.
1: You know, you say that, but children are pretty liable to be very unfair when they make up games.
0: Ah, yes. I do remember my younger years.
1: So far, you know, I haven't heard any rules saying that we can't kill the Krampus' child.
2: Thank you, Jeffrey Dahmer. Very astute. Yes, I'm sure that will get me out of
0: the Krampus' judgment, killing his child. I'd like to see you try.
1: See? There you go. Practically an endorsement.
0: Why would you do that, Mr. Krampus? Why would you endorse killing your own child? I'm not
2: endorsing killing my own child, you idiots. I'm saying that it's beyond your capabilities.
0: Never say never. You know, I watched Germany go through the hardest times. And yet, I helped her prevail from them. Oh, really? Is that what you did? Why don't you tell everyone how you helped them
2: prevail? Ah, ver, ver. That's... that's fine. That's fine. I would prefer to be modest. I'm sure that we all know about Hitler.
1: I kinda wanna hear his perspective, honestly.
2: Oh, it's alright, Paul. I'm well aware of your connections to the unfurled wings of the Fourth Reich. Is... what are the unfurled wings of the Fourth Reich? Just a highly secret society attended by certain undesirable members of the upper class. Why does
0: Mr. Sprinklewinker... Because you
2: are a fascist, Mr. Winker. I suppose that does check out, yes. Well,
0: not that anyone asked too insistently, except for Mr. Dahmer here, thank you. But I saved Germany by rescuing it from the banks. You see, in my time, we were facing a financial crisis, and the only thing the banks were worried about was paying off foreign creditors. I stepped in and saved the nation from them and all the other Actually, undesirables. if I may... I believe the problem that was plaguing Germany at the time was the gold standard. Oh, Germany left the gold standard in 1931, and it still took me and my rise to power to save us. Uh, Well, the thing is, though
2: Germany got off the gold standard in 1931, it was still obligated to pay off its debts in gold or foreign currency, which forced it to stockpile gold and foreign currency to pay off its debts. This fixed exchange rate problem was still related
1: to being on the gold standard. Getting off the gold standard was the start of financial independence for Germany and was the beginning of a long road to recovery. In that sense,
2: Germany was already on its way to financial independence and salvation before you rose to power. The only problem was the debts and how to pay them, and the way in which that drove up inflation. Oh, I
0: didn't know you were there, Paul! I was there! I was there! You were there, and probably
2: judging by an outdated economic model. Very nice, Paul. But this performative denunciation of Hitler is too little, too late for you. Interesting that you would try the macroeconomic angle, though. Most people go for the moral things. You know, I have worked for Mr. Sprinklewinker for 15 years, and let me tell you something about people like him... If the moral appeal were going to work on someone like Hitler, he wouldn't have murdered children! La 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 I saved Germany, you didn't! La 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 la! I'm right, to our. Is this really how you want to spend your last time outside of the bag of torture, Paul? Having a macroeconomic argument with Hitler? This isn't how I expected to spend my evening at all! It's not even really fair to Hitler. Here, let me fish out an economist for you, Paul. Oh, you better believe I've got some economists in this bag. I don't want to debate with an economist. And why not, Paul? Do they even have people skills? No! Well, I don't want to stand around and be told that I'm wrong! That's because you are wrong! No, it's because I don't have a degree in that and they'll tell me I don't have credentials! Hey, you guys
1: are totally hogging Hitler. I wanted to ask him a few questions, too.
2: This isn't about you, Domer.
1: Well, I just wanted to ask this one thing. Okay, Hitler, in a lot of schools, they will ask kids, who would you have dinner with, alive or dead, at any point in history? And a lot of kids will respond, Hitler, because they think they're being clever and that's the unexpected answer. What would you tell a teenager who decided to have dinner with you as part of something like that?
0: What would I tell a teenager?
1: Yeah, they got a magic wish and they could have dinner with you.
0: I, I, I suppose I would tell them if the breadsticks aren't good, then the restaurant can't do anything else. So first thing you must do is judge the restaurant by the breadsticks.
1: Okay, that's like the first five seconds of the dinner. What else do you say?
0: I don't know. After that, I'd probably rant about the Jews for an hour or something.
1: Do you feel like that's a better way to spend time than meeting with like say, Gandhi.
0: Gandhi doesn't even eat. You just spend the entire dinner watching a man on a hunger strike.
1: See, if I got to have dinner with anyone, it would be Quin Shi Hong, the leader of China. But because he speaks Chinese and I don't, I would just kind of sit across from him bewildered. And anytime he tried to say something, I'd just make some kind of weird guttural sound like, mop or, uh!" you know, and he would just be confused and we'd eat in awkward silence. And I think
0: that'd
2: be a pretty great dinner.
0: You could do that with me. I feel like you'd get angry. I, v- I
2: would. I, v- I bet Quinn Sheehan would get mad too. I don't think you guys are pronouncing that name correctly.
1: Well, then how's it pronounced, Paul?
2: I don't know. I'm not an academic for China either. Well,
1: then I guess that's how we're going to pronounce it.
0: I would probably be more interesting than the leader of China. Paul, I think most kids are correct.
1: Hitler, please. We have lived our lives wrong all our life. Why shouldn't we pronounce things wrong too? In fact, I'm going to start mispronouncing more words. This is
2: the worst Christmas I've ever had. You haven't even gotten in the torture bag yet. Is it like a pure essence of torture, or is it just like this forever? It's more of a pure essence kind of thing. Well, at least it doesn't require my input. Oh, no, I would get so sick of your input. Speaking of, shut up. We're at the door. Okay, should I open it, Do I have to do everything for you? I don't know! You're the- (laughs) I'll open the door! You open the door, and find yourself looking out at an endless ocean of eggnog. And just in front of you is a series of platforms made mostly out of foam. The Krampus Jr. runs up to you and he grabs your arm. And he goes, Did it feel really ominous in there? Are you guys like all freaked out now? Well, I, I am terribly stressed. Yes! Uh, how, how, however, it was mostly because of Hitler. You stressed yourself out. You're someone who's trying to deny true reality. I'm being judged for my moral stances. And, 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 and you, you know what? Maybe I get off the hook if I can change Hitler's mind. Maybe that's the real test. There is not a secret test within the test, Paul. It's straightforward. You have to do whatever, whatever's going on. Tell them, son. Krampus Jr. goes, Okay, okay. I had this really good idea. I saw this TV show once called Wipeout. And in it, everybody had to jump across all these things. And if they get hit and knocked into the water, they lose. So I did my own. But I made it Christmas themed. And also, I put spikes on some of the stuff. And sure enough, now that you look, most of the foam is all red and green. There's Christmas lights strung around here and there, and there are spikes jutting out of a few of the swinging arms. What is Wipeout? Oh. Oh, no. And, and if we fail this test, then we go in the torture bag. Big Krampus looms over and goes, That's correct, Paul. But this isn't even a test of my moral caliber. Almost nobody wins at Wipeout. It's designed to be crap.
1: Life is designed to be crap.
2: No, this isn't even like a life is unfair kind of thing. This is like, it's funnier to watch people fail, so, so Wipeout just makes you fail. Krampus Jr. says, some people win. Those people are really good at this game. Well, before we get started, I would like to say the idea of building ominous tension with the hallway was good. However, young Krampus, I think that you should probably try to grab my
0: attention with something besides Hitler. And what is more interesting than Hitler? What, Gandhi? He would just sit there and have a hunger strike. Why do we keep coming back to him? Well, the fact is, all I know, the objective is
2: just to get to the other side, right? I get to that other platform? Yes, if you get to that platform, you win. Okay, right. Well, there's numerous things in between. And you know, on Wipeout, they usually show you the various set pieces. So as we were walking through that hallway, you could have demonstrated some of the set pieces and maybe had some footage of people being knocked off or, or whatever. Oh. Yes, and then we would be like, oh, oh, my, oh, no, what's going to happen next? Like, here, can you show me the first thing that we're going to run into? Can you explain to me how this works? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first thing, Krampus Jr. picks you up and then just sort of levitates you over on top of a platform. It was spinning, but then he stops it. And he goes, okay, so this is the first one. This is just a platform, and one side rotates clockwise, and the other side rotates counterclockwise, and you have to jump just right so that you get all the way to the other side. I see, so it's a test of balance. See, that would be good. You could put that up on a a vision or something as we're walking by, and you'd show people successfully navigating so we know that we can get through it. Because just from the platform, I see this, and it just looks like a mess. Krampus Jr. picks you up, he takes you back to the start, then he starts up the platforms again, and he goes, Oh, yeah, I guess it might be a little unclear what you're supposed to do there if you hadn't seen it in action. Yes, I'm afraid so, but thank you for that explanation. Could you show me the next part? Okay, yeah, this next part, he picks you up again. He takes you to a circular platform where these giant arms are sitting. They've got spikes attached to them, and there's also jingle bells on the end, so they jingle as they spin. He stops it from spinning, and he goes, I call this rockin' around the Christmas tree. When you get to this part, the spikes try to impale you, and if you get hit by them, you die. Well, that would have just been terrifying had I seen that before now. See, imagine the tension thinking, oh god, will I get past those spikes? Will you, though? I'm not certain I can, and beyond this, who even knows what's next? Can you show me? Yeah. He picks you up and he takes you over to another platform. This one has a ramp going upward, and there's like a rope that you're supposed to climb. He goes, okay, this one was going to be a really awesome surprise. You would start off climbing, and then a giant boulder would come down and flatten you. I call this one Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, of because the of the balding. Because of the How does one get past this one? I don't know. I thought you guys would figure it out. <laughs> okay. I have a note. Perhaps you should demonstrate someone successfully navigating each of the challenges so that we know that we could make it through if we were physically capable enough. Well, but I'm supposed to beat you, though. Yes, but there would be no tension if we knew we were going to fail. I mean, why would we even try? You need to give us a
0: false sense of hope. Ah. Oh. Right. And what is next in the challenges? Hey, he's not even doing the obstacles. Yeah, Paul is cheating. He's just using the tour to get to the other side. Aren't
2: the two of you supposed to be helping me? Big Krampus says, Don't be mad at your partners, Paul. I could see what you were doing, and I wasn't going to let you get there. Little Krampus goes, You were tricking me? Well, I don't know if I would... Okay, yes. Dad! Dad, I was being tricked, just like Odysseus! His dad nods and goes, Yes, yes, kind of like Odysseus. Just like Odysseus, Dad! Just just like Odysseus! Oh, for, for the record, I wasn't going to jab anyone's eye out. Yes, blinding the sun of the one with power over you right now would be a pretty bad move, Paul. Well, I believe Odysseus' cardinal sin there was hubris. He shouldn't have told Polythemus' name. Big Krampus picks you up and he puts you back at the start. He goes, all right, no more shenanigans, run the course. But it's designed to be lost. I can't possibly get past the boulder. If it weren't for modern television, you never would have made it past the first test, Paul. I have qualms about that test, too, you know. You say that you have to find the gift. That implies you must look around and possibly open presents. Even a good person could get confused and be... In the course, you have three minutes or you're going in the torture bag! Oh, oh, good heavens, yes, sir. Uh, Try and jump the first gap. Shove Paul into the eggnog. Okay, Hitler, give me an attack roll.
0: Bam, get in that eggnog, Paul. Some partner you turned out to be. This is for Germany!
2: Okay, Paul, you ready yourself in a panic to leap to the other platform, and then Hitler just runs up and shoves you over the edge. You pretty much have no chance. You splash down into the eggnog. The Krampus flies down and sort of picks you up and uh, holds you at his waist while he looks up at Hitler and Jeffrey Dahmer, who are doing
0: what? (laughs) Ha ha! Just as I defeated the communists, I have defeated Paul. There's the communists in Germany, anyway. The Russians proved to be a bit more resilient.
1: Good work, Hitler.
0: Thank you, Dahmer. And now with Paul out of the way, it is just you and me, and we will conquer this obstacle course and receive our salvation. I am actually in really terrible shape. Well, I will conquer this obstacle course, and I will receive our salvation.
1: Can you do that for the both of us?
0: Of course, watch. I shall demonstrate. Larry, I guess I try to leap across the platforms using my cat-like Hitler agility.
2: I don't honestly think of Hitler as being a very athletic guy, personally. Maybe
0: when he was a little younger, uh, you know.
1: He was in the war. I mean, he must have gone through boot camp.
2: Okay, but you're like old, you know, end of World War II Hitler. So uh go ahead and give me a roll.
0: Here we go. <laughs>
2: okay. Very cat-like. All right, Hitler limbers up and gets ready and then... uh Kind of crouches down, throws his arms in a circle, getting ready for that leap, and then jumps forward and then immediately slips on the first platform, bangs his chin on the way down, and then splashes into the eggnog. I forfeit. Mr. Krampus, I know that you said that I would go straight in the bag if I failed, but I would like to appeal to your better nature. I have no better nature. Uh, Well, what compelled you to get into this business in the first place? Clearly something motivated you. Krampus Jr. goes, yeah, Dad, what made you get into business? The Krampus Sr. shoots absolute daggers at you, and then says, Well, son, when I first got in this business, I thought that I could make the world a better place by reminding people that good deeds were not going to be punished. Krampus Jr. goes, Wow. Well, you wanted to make the world a more just and moral place, correct? Mostly, I just wanted to punish people like you! You make me sick, sprinkle winker! Okay, yes, yes, but... I would just like to point out that this course was unfair. I, I could not get past the boulder. It was impossible. And if you embrace that level of unfairness, if, can if you, you say really say- If you tell me that you and I are the same because I was unfair to you, I am going to slap you on the face. Okay, well, consider this. Your son made other challenges, right? And I, I'm sure he's excited for us to see what they are. I bet that by the end of all the challenges, you can still put us in the bag. It makes absolutely no difference to us, but it would mean the world to your son. Krampus Sr. looks at Krampus Jr., who is beaming up at him with eyes wide and a giant smile. And Krampus Sr. says, "Ah." Well, Krampus Jr. goes, Please, Dad! Krampus Sr. says, I suppose it's true. You will go in the bag of eternal torment eventually, and it is eternity, so... All right, fine, you can do the other challenges. Oh, thank God. Krampus Jr. claps his hand. Yeah! You are a most magnanimous sir, sir. Boy, you are hinged on this butler thing. As are you hinged on throwing me in a bag of torment, so I suppose- The slap is still on the table. If you compare the two of us, I am going to slap you. I would not dream of it, sir. Krampus grabs Hitler and Dahmer by the collars of their shirts, then he levitates all of you guys to a door at the end of the platforms. He opens it up and says, Step inside, Paul. This one is going to be a little bit more personal.